The best banter is perfectly planned for. This is a key to your show, right? The amount of editing that you're willing to do, the amount of thought that you're willing to put into your podcast does determine the quality of your show, including your banter. Just think about it and raise that bar just a little bit. All right. Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Christian Podcaster. As always, I'm your host, Eric Nevins. Thank you so much for being here. This is the official show of Christian Podcasters Association. We are dedicated to helping you start, grow, monetize, improve your podcast to make it whatever it is that God's put on your heart where you want to go. And that is what we want to do because we believe that the gospel goes out in the 21st century through podcasting and online content. Hopefully we can help you do that to the best of your ability. That's what we're here for. Okay, today we have got a really interesting conversation lined up for you. But as we dive into that, I want to bring in our good friend, Amy Fritz of the Untangled Faith Podcast. Amy, welcome back to the show. Hey, Eric. It is so good to be here. Good to see you. So let me ask you this question. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Okay. My daughter is a huge Swifty. And I have not paid enough Are you a Swifty? attention to not have really? a favorite song. Okay. Like, I don't have a favorite song. Well, does this disqualify me from being on the podcast? Nope, nope. It's perfect. It's okay. That's good. I mean, uh, I'm going to think the first song that comes to my mind is Shake It Off. Why? I don't know that it's my favorite. That's on 1989. All right. So isn't Very it? Popular. I believe it is. So I've been listening to it because she just released the whole thing with the, the new 1989 Taylor's version, right? 1989. Taylor's version. Been listening to it. I've got Welcome to New York stuck in my head, which is irritating at all at the same time. Okay. Here's the reason I like Taylor Swift, right? Because I love, I didn't really listen to her. I was way a little too old to listen to her back when she was first <laughs> releasing these things. I'm probably right. way too old now. What she's doing by re-recording her stuff is really fascinating. And yeah. she is helping shape. In fact, I saw a story recently that said record labels are changing their contracts so that you can't do that. They're including clauses about that because she has yeah. completely upended the entire industry, right? Okay. I love people who will do that kind of thing. Like do- She's a genius. I mean, regardless of whether you love her music or not. She is a marketing genius. She's a business genius. She's really good at getting her her message out there. And she's really, really good at connecting with her people. I mean, if you want a masterclass she is. in that, she's, she's so smart. Okay. All right. So one other thing I, want, I love that she does is the Easter eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know that she says that she plans those like three years in advance? You've mentioned that. Can you imagine that? It feels like that's so purposeful. Like you can't accidentally plan something three years in advance. No, you have to be intentional. Okay. All right. Well, all that, obviously we're not here to talk about Taylor Swift, right? But (laughs) I think Taylor Swift gives us a little bit of some insight. And right now, friends, you're probably wondering, this is a Christian podcasting show. Why are you talking about Taylor Swift? (laughs) What's happening here? Well, so part of what uh, we're going to talk about today is what we were trying to do just a little bit here is the whole subject of banter, right? Because I Mm -hmm. wrote a podcast or I wrote a a Facebook post about banter and it was very simple, which by the way, is this a strategy that you can use to help encourage people to think about the things that you're producing in your podcast. I wrote about that in our newsletter just a couple of weeks ago. You should be listening or getting that. If you're not, you can comment below or go to Christian Podcaster Association, sign up, you can get that. But banter is kind of a controversial subject. Were you surprised, Amy? Like this post got like 120 (laughs) 
comments or something. Were you surprised by that, Amy? I'm not surprised. There's two parts to this question. First of all, because I've heard you broach the subject before, not surprised at all people have opinions (laughs) about it. I wasn't sure where it would go with how people felt about banter. Yeah. So it sort of surprised me the range of responses. Not surprised that people are opinionated about it. They love it or they hate it. There's a way to do it well, apparently, and a way to not do it well. (laughs) Right. That is 100% true. All right. So we should define banter. What we like to do in this kind of conversation, I would like to define it, talk about it, talk about whether it works for you and how you can use it, maybe how you shouldn't use it, and give just a little bit of definition in your podcasting endeavors. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I want to start out with this idea of what is banter. And then I want to read some of these comments from people because I think it'll be pretty interesting to give us that full scope. I wonder, because I don't know if everybody defines it exactly the same way. Yes. All right. My favorite comment was from somebody who said, this is Ty Hode. He said, without banter, we are left with banality. And I said, okay, sometimes it's banal banter, right? Banal banter. (laughs) There you go. So that tells you a little bit about what I think banter is. Now, I looked at the dictionary definition of banter, and it says the playful and friendly exchange of teasing remarks, okay, or talk or exchange remarks in a good humored teasing way. I'm not sure that's exactly what I mean by banter. I mean, like, yeah, so when you ask the question, what do you, how do you define it? I define it as maybe it's kind of a joking, like going back and forth in some way. I think sports talk radio for some reason, right? Is like full of this where they're teasing each other all the time and just trying, generally trying to be funny about a subject that this is like, you're not really helping me understand anything. And there's nothing good about it. This is what I learned from this conversation is I'm probably too serious (laughs) sometimes, but that's what I think of. I don't know. What do you think of? I think of it as maybe not the meat of an episode. Sometimes it's a warm up, like a taking off, you know, if an airplane's taking off, it's like that. It's like a runway. And sometimes people are on that runway getting into like the the meat of what they're talking about. And I think there is some magic to how long the runway is, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> how long you stay on the runway and how you get off the ground and if it is related at all. And so I feel like Good banter is like, it can be more lighthearted and like bringing more of yourself and your personality and like connection Yes, that may be a little surprising, like, but not necessarily derailing the whole thing where people are like, where's this going? Yeah. What, what's happening? Exactly. All right. You're describing <laughs> so- what I'm going to call the camps, <laughs> the corners, right? If we have a boxing ring on banter <laughs> and in this corner, we've got the people who think that banter is good. And in that corner, we've got the people who think that that banter is not good. I want to describe and read some of the comments that people made and discuss that kind of like, so so people can see what it's like. Yeah. But I would say I'll circle back. I agree. Like, yeah, I think it can be some of that lighthearted stuff, but I also think it's a, Hey, welcome back. Since we were last met, sometimes it's sharing some personal things with the audience. Sometimes it's sharing some more personal things with the person you're talking with, either a co-host or a guest. That's interesting. I tend to think sharing personal things is, well, maybe, I guess maybe it just depends on what you're trying to do. Right. And so this is what we're, yeah, I, I guess, we're I gonna, mean, banter isn't necessarily moving the theme of, yeah, it's, right. it's a little nebulous. Okay. Yeah. 
So here's, I'm just going to read some of these comments that I think are interesting. Uh, so like my yeah. friend, Brian, first thing he first comment, he was right on this. He said, absolutely builds connection from the host to guest and jointly to the audience. So he's like all in that, like, let's, let's do some friendly, you know, kind of up here talk like this in the clouds, not really mean, I don't know if meaningful is the right word, but not, yeah, not really yeah. serious. How about that? Not serious. Yeah. And Mark said for their show, absolutely. Some people hate it. But those who are actively part of our community say they love it because it helps them connect to us on a personal level. And that's what you were talking about, right? Like it helps us understand the people's lives and the podcasters' lives and whatever as, as a listener, for sure. Some people, so Jennifer said she thinks it's fun. And Joe said, I've done banter in almost all my podcasts. So he's like all for it. This works for folks who don't like it because they can just fast forward. (laughs) Here's the timestamp. The banter ends at 12 minutes and two seconds. (laughs) Right. right. Just let me know, please. Okay. And then Kelly, who was one of my people at Podcast Magazine, she was helping run it. She said, of course, so long as it's fun, not degrading or insulting to a guest and properly placed based mm. on the content and overall vibe of the show. And I think that's really important. Oh, there's so much to that answer. Right? That's like a three-point sermon right there. So good. You, that'll preach, as they say. Uh, and then <laughs> Piper said on her podcast, Unashamed Recovery Podcast, has quite a bit of banter, but it's not off-putting. It balances out the heavy topic, the heavy nature of her topic, right? So she's got a kind of heavy yeah. show. So the banter kind of lightens the mood. She's all for it, right? So that's one corner. I think people are like, yes, this is kind of how we do it. Here's the other corner. Okay. So our friend Marcus Watson, his comment, not too much, please, <laughs> right? A, <laughs> a minute or two is fine. But beyond that, I start checking out. And I'm, I said, totally, absolutely, right? Angie Ward, who's on our Christian Podcasters Network, said, amen. She agrees. Let's see, who else? Kay Helms said, not a fan. Jake. I said, nope, very few people are interesting enough to want me to listen to it, which I think is great. <laughs> Usually only improv and comedians can pull this off. I was like, yeah, that's an interesting okay. perspective. Interesting. And so that's a good, let me see if there's some other people who are, what else they've said. Because uh, there's, there's a whole other perspective here. There's a third corner, if you will, that we'll get to okay, here. Okay, the third corner? Well, we'll get to it in just a second. Because The maybe, sometimes. That's right. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So... Mikkel says, I don't include any banter because I'm trying to deliver value every minute on the show, right? Hmm. I'm thinking more like I wonder what kind of podcast do they have? Uh, I should know his podcast, but I don't off the top of my head. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll we'll have to put a link to some of these people's podcasts in the show notes. Right. Other people, no more than five minutes. Okay, if it's part of the content. I think it's between the co-host and the audience because the audience gets to know them. So it just depends. And then other people were like, no, bro, don't like that. At all. <laughs> not not <laughs> yeah. good. I don't really like it. Right. Okay. So those are the kind of camps that we have about yeah. some people, I think, who are a little more lighthearted or need that to lighten up their show. And then others of us are in my camp because I'm just too darn serious are like, well, <laughs> I just skip all that. Okay. There's a show yeah. I'm going to call out. We all listen to the Holy Post, right? Because they're sort of the gold standard. <laughs> yes. And they banter at the beginning. And sometimes it's good. And sometimes I'm like, oh, just get to the point. I, I came here for the interview, right? But we've talked about that before. And you have had responses from people that listen. They're like, we love it. <laughs> right. This is why we, this is one reason why we listen. And you know, what's interesting. I know they tried a couple formats. They tried to change their format. Maybe the beginning of this year where they were going to maybe have one episode where it's like personal 
chit-chatty banter. And then another one that was going to be the interview. It must not have worked because they're not doing that. Yeah. So interesting. I would be fascinated to have a conversation with them about how that worked out for them. But here's something about their banter. It isn't random. Okay. Like I can tell I've listened for a long time. They have a Slack channel, it seems, <laughs> where they're like, hey, guys, we're going to record what, whatever. Here's a few things to read beforehand. Here's some That's articles true. that came out this That's week. True. Listen to it because we're going to talk about it. And so they generally have, even though it seems like this loosey-goosey informal thing, there is a formula to what they're doing. Here's what's happened in the last week. Here's an article we've read. And here's a couple random news of the whatever, like news of the good, news of the butt, news of the what, <laughs> like. Oh. These are the things that they, it's right. not a surprise. Right. Okay. Um, that is a great segue, Amy. I think perfect yeah. to, for us to go into when does it make sense? When does banter make sense? And is it good for your podcast or not? Right. So those two questions, I have thoughts because that was by far, this is that third corner, right? Where people commented saying it just depends on the show. It depends on the people. It depends on the relationship that you're building with your audience. It also depends on what you want that relationship right? If you want that relationship to be in your personal business and in some of your stuff, then you share that kind of thing and you can use banter as a way to do it. All right. So what are your thoughts on when does banter banter make sense for? I think it makes sense if you think about the theme and who your listener is. What are they there for? I think your banter should solve one of the things that they're coming to you for, even if it's in a different way than your main content. I think Mm -hmm. it should still solve the thing. Are they coming to be educated, entertained, informed? Your banter should solve one of those problems. And so if you're teaching people to engage with culture and a post-Christian world, it makes sense that you may have a banter around interesting, weird things in the news that have to do with that. That isn't going to be your big interview, but that you know your listeners may have seen the thing in the news. They may have seen that article. They may follow you on social media and have seen some weird thing that happened with you. It makes sense. It makes so much sense to add that. Now, when it doesn't make sense is the random thing. If you do a random situation or if it's like an inside joke an inside joke that your, your yes. listeners okay are, have no idea they need to be in on what you're talking about it can't be an inside joke between you and yourself or you and the person that you are interviewing or a co-host if right. you haven't explained the joke it just makes people feel like they are watching the cool kids talk and they weren't invited to the party they want to be Talking about the party that they were at. Don't talk about the party that they have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, that's such a good point. That's really well said too. I like that whole point. It's got to be relevant. If you're going to do banter, it needs to be relevant somehow to what you're doing. So don't talk about, like if you're not a sports show, don't talk about sports necessarily, unless there's a reason for it to connect into the kind of transformation that you're offering your audience. Right. We always talk right. about I mean, if it's a Taylor Swift show, maybe you are going to talk about football. <laughs> right. Okay. This is why I started with Taylor Swift because <laughs> I thought it might be an interesting way. Cause I think we maybe tied it in a little bit, right? Because of what she's doing for content creators. But really, does anybody care about what I think of Taylor Swift? No. 
The answer is no. There's and there's no, no reason. People aren't coming to hear our thoughts on Taylor Swift. Right. Unless they love Taylor Swift and it just happens to be a random thing. But that is not you if you know your listener, you should know what they're interested in hearing you right. banter right. about. Nobody's coming to this show to hear Taylor Swift opinions. What they want to hear is something to help their <laughs> podcast, right? Something to help right. them right. up level a skill in some way related to their podcast. That's it. Okay. So, so my question, Eric, though, is I hear the value people saying it helps me feel like I connect with them better. How do we do that if we don't have a co-host or it's the same people every week? Oh, what yeah. if we, if like, you, either if it's a solo, how do you banter by yourself? Can you? Or how do you bring that sort of thing, that energy in with a guest? Okay. Well, that's a good question. And I think there's a couple of ways to do it. If you're monologuing, some people, that's a skill, I would say, right? And that's yeah, probably a learned skill that people who have been on the radio learn over many, many years. I would probably not try to do that right away, right out of the gate, unless you just have the gift of gab and you're able to do that. And some people do. But with a guest, your question about with a guest, what do you do? Here's how I've approached it. I actually approach it as I'm sharing something with my guest about my life, about, hey, I live in Denver, or hey, I'm whatever, they happen to be in Denver, or they have, what, something like that, or they we went to the same school, or we went to something along those lines. Because my show is so episodic, and it's not really connected to each other, and you don't have to listen to one episode to hear the next, like, they're all, you can just listen to them all, they all kind of stand alone. I don't have a lot of those kind of things. So it's a good question. How else? I don't know. Do you have thoughts on that? Like, how would you want to do that? Have you struggled with it? If I'm going to have some sort of more personal connection with the guest, I found that it's helpful. Mm-hmm. I think the listener benefits from that when I'm connecting personally with a person I, I am interviewing with. So I think it has to do with being present in the conversation and sometimes asking the follow-up question or saying that, oh, that made me think of, or that's connected to such and such a thing. But also to always remember to include my listener in it. Like, again, this isn't going to be an inside joke between the guest and myself that only the two of us would understand. It should be something like, oh yeah, I know everybody who listens is going to want to pull up a chair and listen in to this part of the conversation. Right. Well, uh, so back to that, I often will do things like, again, if somebody is in a place that I've been or I've the early kind of parts of the conversation they're in Chicago, I will always mention pizza, right? <laughs> or yeah. whatever. I'll ask them Cubs or White Sox or things like that, right? To Just to kind of start. I think that's different. That's getting to know your guests though and yeah. kind of setting them at ease. And I think that's a little different than banter. I thought it was interesting that some people on this, on this thread commented that they thought that's what banter did is it sort of helped humanize people. You know, I think that was mm-hmm. your comment. It helps humanize and give some kind of daily ideas. Did I, I say that? I, I can see that. I think that I sounds did, smart. Actually. Yeah, you, you were very smart. <laughs> It was great. Where's Richard Clark? He would he would have some thoughts. I don't on know. This. Maybe we should tag him. I'll tag him on there. I would. I would love to hear his thoughts. He's very online. So if he's online, maybe he'll answer while we're talking. One thing that when I have surveyed audiences like, hey, what do you like? What don't you like? Somebody suggested doing a thing that's similar to something Annie Downs does and other podcasters do is they have a certain like sequence of questions they ask that Mm. has nothing to do with the book that's being promoted. It's like a, Hey, what sounds fun to you right now? That's how the episode ends. And then you get to hear something 
sort of more personal about what's going on in that person's life. Some people say, okay, so the podcast, they're all banter. The whole thing is all <laughs> about the chemistry between all the things and talking about right. pop culture, which makes it very easy. But they do their lights at the end. Like, hey, let's do some lights, which is their red lights and their green lights. What is your red light for the week? What is your green light for the week? What it had to do with some sort of book or movie that they consumed? Yeah. And it's a great way to promote different things and to learn more about the person. Now, okay. they do that in a way that makes sense, right? Like they talk all about pop culture. It makes sense to have a yes. portion of the conversation about some movies and books that they have recently interacted with and what they thought of them. See, I love that. And I think it's a really, I'm glad you brought up the podcast. I, it's not a show that I listen to a lot, probably because of my position on banter, if that's all I do. <laughs> yes. It's very heavy on banter. But that is a great example where that's what they're for. Their audience is coming to that show for the entertainment value, right? And for the yes. popular culture. I mean, yes. that's, that's part of their, about things that don't necessarily matter. That's part of right. the tagline, right? They have set the expectation where I listen to also like a podcast like Pantsuit Politics. They don't really banter, but I am hearing about their personal life mm -hmm. a little bit here and there as it is appropriate. But it's not the lighthearted. That's not what I'm there for. That's not what I'm getting. If I listen to advisory opinions with David French about recent legal opinions in the news, I'm getting a deep legal analysis. And maybe a few comments about certain Marvel movies he, he likes. Yeah. But he's not camping on that. Right. So. Right. Okay. That's pretty interesting. That's an interesting take. All right. So I want to get dive into this other camp as well. And it's this. So Jonathan Carone, he's our friend. He's been on the show. He's back in yeah. the feed a few episodes. If you guys go back and look, look at that. He says this. If you've earned the right with your audience. Yes. And that's what we're talking about, right? So whether it isn't a black and white, yes or no, if that's what's in your heart and that's what you want to do as part of your podcast, okay, but make sure it's relevant and make sure you earn the right with your audience. What does that mean? What does it mean to earn the right with your audience? I would say it means that you have provided enough value to them in order to make them want to come back for more, even if that's not the exact point. And I think you said it really well about the banter is, how'd you say that? Is it not necessarily relevant? Use a different word, a different, like it's connected. Like you set the expectation about what the show is. Yeah, I don't know if that's what I said. Something like that. But I thought that was really well done. So I think that's really the key. You've earned the right to it with your audience. I think we see that with the Holy Post. I'm still there. I still go and listen. Not, yeah. I, I kind of skipped some of the banter, but the interviews are good. The stuff when they get to issues are good that I really do enjoy when we talk about what's happening in politics or whatever it is that I still enjoy. And so I can tolerate a little bit of banter. Tolerate. <laughs> so Eric, how do you know if, if it's resonating or not? Like what would you look for if mm. somebody's trying to bring a little bit more of themselves and trying to connect more? How do you know if it's working? Okay. So this reminds me of a the time when Rob Walsh from Libsyn came to our CPA gold meeting. And one of the things, stories he told was his personal podcast. He had a segment that he did always in the middle of his content. So he might have a interview, but then he would in the middle insert the segment. And what he found in his statistical analysis, when he would look at his stats, 
was that they were skipping it. Some people, and then he so he asked his listeners, and his listeners said some people really loved it. Most people didn't like it, and they were skipping it. So he was really creative about it. And he said, well, I like the segment. I don't want to get rid of it. So he moved it from the middle to the very end. And that allowed people who liked it to still get it. It's at the end and they can listen to it when they would like. And people who didn't and who would otherwise have skipped it and it would just be annoying in the show to not have it. And so he kind of served both groups of people, which I thought was pretty interesting. So I would look for your stats and see what it says. Because if you can see the drop off. I think in your Apple Connect mm-hmm. account, you can kind of see where people are dropping off if they are, right? I think that's... Yep. I think a lot of the podcast apps will show you that kind of thing. I'm sure Spotify shows you that kind of thing, where people are falling off, how long they listen. Yeah. So if you see that people are skipping through your first you know, thing, if you've got an intro that is 10, 15 minutes long, right? That's a while, right? Like, So you want to get yeah. to the, get to the content sooner than later, give them something to enjoy, give something to consume, yeah. to chew on. You can always come back to some of the other pieces, but it just depends. It doesn't have to go the way. Yeah. I've been listening to Rob and Elsie on the feed. Yeah. The Libsyn podcast. And they have, a, I think I like their approach to it because it can feel sort of casual friends catching up, but they have a very specific outline of what they right. talk about. And any of the personal chat is industry specific, right? Like a conference they went to that had to do with podcasting, right? Places that they have been. And so I think maybe that's part of the whole secret sauce is it's not really random. It's not necessarily off the cuff. It might sound like it is, but the best stuff is actually specifically planned for. I love it. I love it. That's perfect. All right. We can leave it right there. The best banter is perfectly planned for. This is a key to your show, right? The amount of editing that you're willing to do, the amount of thought that you're willing to put into your podcast does determine the quality of your show, including your banter. Just think about it and raise that bar just a little bit. Ooh, friends, that's a, that's gold right there. Right? I think we can wrap up right there, Amy. I think it's good. So I think we determined that yes, banter can work. Can it bring value to the audience? Absolutely. But it's going to depend on your personality, on your audience, and your goals for your podcast. That's what we're after. Amy, I'm going to give you the last word. You got anything you want to add to this or just leave us with? Oh, well, you already told me the last thing I said was gold. (laughs) I just think the more you steward your audience well, the more you will know what works. Like You want them to trust you. Don't do something that's going to cause them to be like, nope, I'm out because you want to try out the banter. You just, you feel like you need to do the banter thing. Bring yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. When you try to be somebody else, we'll lose that trust in you. And that is one of the most valuable currencies you have as a podcaster. So lean into who you are authentically. And I think the banter will come naturally if you lean into who you are and not trying to be an Eric Nevins. Well, don't try to be me. (laughs) I've got enough trouble doing that. But yeah, absolutely. That's completely right. Be yourself. Be yourself in Christ. I always say that is, he made you for a reason and we need you and podcasting needs you and the people who need to listen to your show need you as well. That's a great word. Thanks, Amy. This has been great. Appreciate it. Friends, you can always find everything that we do at ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com. Make sure you're in the free Facebook group. You want to join CPA Gold. That's where we go even deeper on all of these subjects. 
We'd love to have you along for the ride. Check it out, christianpodcastersassociation.com slash gold. We'll see you there. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Eric.